now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, talking about all things real estate. Whether you're in the market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under Shows, and there you'll find the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. Or you can just reach me, Google me, Google Tony Joe Real Estate, or go to the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca, and I would be happy to connect you. Uh, I've, of course, been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for almost 30 years. This is year 29 right now. I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people with their real estate dreams and goals over the years. And if you are looking for some advice or direction or a second opinion, uh, reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk to you and share my, uh, my knowledge of Victoria and the real estate market with you. You can find, again, our contact information on the CFAX website. And if you're a podcast listener, by the way, you can listen to any of our past programs on iTunes or Google Play. You can uh, listen to your heart's content. We've got so many great topics. We've had so many great guests over the past three years. And um, much of the information is relevant today. Even though we may have recorded it two years ago or three years ago, uh, there's such great, every once in a while, I need to listen to some of our guests to learn things. The one that I find, actually, I've listened to a number of times is the one talking about reverse mortgages and what they're all about, because that's been a very handy piece of knowledge uh, for us to know. We're having a chat today, first of all, with our show partner, Kapreet Randawa. She'll be talking about how things are going in the world of the Sitka Law offices during COVID times, plus... You'll hear about a new form of townhouse ownership. It's actually more like row housing in Nanaimo. And it is like a townhouse without a strata. Very, very interesting. So we'll be hearing more about that. We always start with a listener story or a question or a topic about real estate. And if you have a question or story to tell us, give us a call. Our hotline number is 250 250- 414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Please be sure to leave a message. Leave a message. Let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I will either follow up with you or we'll air the, uh, the story online. We would love to hear from you. Uh, or, of course, you can visit cfax1070.com. Uh, and, again, it's always great getting input and feedback from our listeners. Uh, today, I want to talk about something that is a very seldom talked about. And that is the topic of commissions, commissions, something it's almost like there's some black magic or something, because I know consumers go online and they Google and they try to research what real estate fees and commissions are all about. And there's nothing out there. And I would like to share some information with you right now to perhaps give you a better understanding about what real estate fees are, where they go, and all that kind of stuff. Now, I must preface this conversation by stating that there is no set real estate commission. 
There's none. So, you know, realtors will not and should not be using the verbiage, the standard commission. And I'm, I'm doing the old air quotes right now. Standard. There is no standard commission. And you might wonder why that is. Well, it's because we, uh, the real estate profession in an industry, we are governed by the Competitions Act. The Competitions Bureau uh, oversees this act that ensures that not just the real estate industry, but all industries out there do not engage in price fixing. Price fixing, of course, is when an industry gets together and says, you know, we're just going to say that this is going to be the price. And then, uh, you know, consumers don't get a choice. And, you know, we're going to make lots of money and so on and so forth. Uh, so the real estate industry is overseen by the Competitions Act, which means that we cannot price fix. And therefore, there is no standard. Now, agents are able to have their own pricing structure. Right. It's no different than any other business or industry that you see out there. Uh, the legal profession, the accounting profession, uh, consultants. Most of the time, their fees are driven by the market, what the market will bear. And in any marketplace, there is or there should be different options for consumers. So, uh, hey, let's think about the hotel business, right? You can choose to stay at the Fairmont five-star, get all the amenities, such comfortable beds and lovely bed sheets, or you could stay at the Motel 6. Now, they both do the same thing. They both give you a pillow and a place to sleep at night, but they do them differently. You get the no frills on one side or you get pampered on the other side. Now, there is a price differential. There most definitely is. But the good news is you get to choose because maybe some days you want that Fairmont experience, but some days all you need is the Motel 6. Now, there's other things to consider, too. You know, are you concerned about the location of the motel? Or, and sorry, by the way, if I'm using Motel 6, that's just a generic, just a generic uh, 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 name. Are you worried about the location? Are you worried about outdoor parking, non-secured parking? Uh, are you concerned about health and standards, health and safety standards? I don't know, right? Um, but generally speaking, with the higher end properties and there is a whole gamut by the way too you know i'm just talking about extremes here so there are there's along the the um uh, the line there's so many different levels of of accommodation obviously that you can choose from now i'm just using that as an example to compare to the real estate services now you can as a consumer and you sh again you should have the option to go to you know maybe no frills or maybe a um uh, reduced uh, amount there are other agents out there, by the way, who have proven themselves in the marketplace, have a ton of experience and expertise, maybe specialize in a specific area, and they are more expensive. They are. And, you know, people might say, well, that's not really fair. Well, the truth is sometimes it's capacity. Sometimes the agent or the professional, and again, this, we're not just in this particular case, not just talking about agents. It could be whatever, law profession, accountant or whatever. There's only, only so many hours in the day and only so much capacity that a professional can take on. And if they can't take on more, then they're not about to go and discount their rates to try to get more clients because all that could end up doing is diluting the effectiveness of their existing client base. So um, there is choice, ladies and gentlemen, and there should be choice. I've always been a um, proponent, proponent of the fact that there is a range. Now, I have my own 
uh, remuneration uh, uh, figures. That's me. But the responsibility on my part is I need to be able to demonstrate to any potential client exactly what it is I do for people. And the fact that I am bringing value and I'm bringing expertise. You know, when I was a newer agent, I didn't have the level of experience. And, you know, perhaps I, uh, the fact that I was, choose, I was uh, charging less was necessary, right? But when you are talking to an agent, just make sure you learn about what it is they do and what it is they are offering. Uh, I, I want to quickly go through some things, just in case you're wondering where the commission goes. Um, so first of all, realtors have office fees. They have to do their uh, mandatory education. They have supplies. They, do, they need accounting and legal advice. Um, they sometimes do travel for education. They have licensing and dues, selling costs, you know, the cost of brochures, measurements, photographs, promotion, advertising, um, automotive, cell phone. The cost of doing business is expensive. Let's not forget the fact that there are taxes too. You see, realtors pay uh, in income taxes just like everyone else. And if a agent is lucky, they might end up with a profit in the end of the day somewhere between 15 and 20%. You know, it's not as high as people think, right? In fact, I want to wrap up by telling you about a report from the National Association of Realtors, which is in the States. In 2018, the median gross income for realtors was $41,000. Now, you might think that realtors make a ton of money. Don't forget that's $41,000 gross minus expenses, which can be anywhere between $25,000 and $30,000. It is not a lot at the end of the day. That's the average. Now, there are agents who earn much more. And again, they provide more value to consumers and therefore earn more. Um, but it's such a, such a large conversation. Um, anyways, we need to take a break here. When we come back, we'll be chatting with Gurpreet Randawa about things going on in the legal realm. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. So many things are happening right now. Uh, you know, every day is a new day. We're all listening to Dr. Bonnie Henry, and we are following uh, in instructions as far as what scientists are telling us with COVID and being safe. For those of us who are in business, it's very important for us to be mindful of our clients. It's not just us. It's not just the realtors. It's it's the clients as well. People who are looking at houses or selling houses or things like that. But it's also the people around us that need to be mindful of COVID. And of course, we have with us right now one of our show partners, Gurpreet Randawa from the Sitka Law Group. Gurpreet, how are you? Hi, Tony. I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Now, you guys, I know we had you on. I mean, it's been a while now, but um, last time you and I were talking about changes and what has happened since COVID, during COVID, in terms of transacting in real estate or anything related to your business, the, the, the legal profession. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, here we are. We're, we're recording today. It's the, uh, you know, we're near the end of November. Um, December's, you know, maybe we'll talk about what we both think about how that's going to look, but yeah. how has it been for you? Because one thing I, I do know, you said the other day when we were in another, another meeting that you, was it the busiest October you've had or, or busiest September, October, November. Yeah. In your front. Ever. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's in alignment with the sales stats because October, it was the busiest October on record, not just in Victoria, but in Canada. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So who are you seeing? Like, what's what's going on? 
I'm seeing um, a couple of different things. So one, interest rates are so low. So a lot of um, borrowers, purchasers are taking advantage of that, whether it's, you know, buying in now or refinancing, you know, paying out a mortgage at a higher interest rate to take advantage of the lower rate. So lots of refinances, seeing lots of um, families who have been pent up in a small house or condo. You know, we have both spouses in some cases working from home, children being homeschooled. Um, and so families realizing that they need more space, they need land, they want a yard um, since they're not able to travel since it, you know, COVID's going to be around for a while. Um, so seeing a lot of families upgrading, um, that, that's what I'm seeing on my end. And a lot of um, people moving to BC yeah. from other parts of Canada. Yeah. Well, you see, this is the interesting thing because you, you get to talk to these people near the very end yeah. when, when they're doing the transfer. And, and I know, I mean, you, 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 you're sitting, you actually are sitting with them nowadays, right? Yeah. For the most part, unless um, a party's in self-isolation or quarantine due to COVID mm -hmm. specifically, then we are still meeting with clients in person. Yeah. Unless of course you, you've got a buyer from Ontario where you're mm -hmm. doing things, um, you still need to send documents for um, yeah. uh, 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 to get signed um, in front of a solicitor over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but anyways, what I'm getting to is you, you're talking to them kind of near the end of the journey, and you're actually you're learning. You're getting the story from them as well, right? Yeah. I'm I'm asking the questions. So, what made you decide to buy during a pandemic? Um, you know, and and understanding from from a lot of uh, purchasers that this is the reason it's wanting some more space um lots of new mortgages interest rates are low yeah. uh, construction draws uh, oh. renovating a lot yeah um so yeah well and that's interesting too because that's a whole other conversation because the cost of materials is up and the cost of labor is up so yeah. you know the, the cost of doing those renos is is higher right now and yet people are doing them because now seems to be the right time right yeah, and a, a lot of people are, are taking those on on their own because they have time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And, and, and you know, it just, it seems counterintuitive that we're in the middle of a, the pandemic of the century or, or even more. Yeah. And how is this? Because we also know that there is people who are suffering. So there's uh, businesses, restaurants, um, you know, hospitality staff who are not working and all that. And yet this realm of the marketplace continues at a at a furious pace right yeah yeah you're right it feels very counterintuitive um but that's what's happening in the market it's hmm. uh, it doesn't make sense but it does on one hand and on the other it's you're right there's people out there who don't have jobs businesses that are suffering yeah. um but still all this activity in the real estate market mm -hmm. uh from your end have you seen or, or dealt with any uh foreclosures or people in trouble with uh with their mortgages or their properties not yet, because remember the foreclosure process is a very, very time-consuming process. Yeah. Um. So from the point, a, le a lengthy process. Yeah. Yeah. Time-consuming and lengthy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, um. Good. Very lengthy from the time that a default um is is made. You know, if there's equity in the property, it can take up to six months. Mm -hmm. You know, for the for the banks or lenders to to start listing these properties. So not seeing foreclosures triggered by COVID just yet. Well, because, you know, something else that people think about is the mortgage deferral program that was that was in place. Mm 
and wondering if now that it's not, if we're going to start seeing people default. But as you brought up, uh, it's it's not like if you miss a payment or you're late for a payment, you get foreclosed on. Like it takes time. It, it really is sort of like the um, it's the action of last measure for a bank because they don't want to do it. They, they want to work with the, the owner as long as they can to try to, because it's expensive and, and not good for the lender too, if they have to foreclose, right? Exactly. Lenders are, most lenders want to try to work with their borrowers, um, you know, communicate with them, see what's happening, bring your payments up to date. Um, and you're right, foreclosure is often the last resort for, for a lot of the traditional lenders. Um, and it takes time to get to that point. Well, because... And, and I haven't I haven't heard a lot from them. And it's interesting, you know, because, you know, we're getting we're getting so much information, you know, from chat groups or threads or or whatever. And there's been I have to say there's been less conversation about the fact that Victoria real estate is not affordable and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, which is odd because prices are going up. Yeah, you know, prices are going up. Right. And you know, the old conversation would have been, oh, well, you know, there's going to be tons of foreclosures, prices are going to tumble, you know, don't buy now because, uh, you know, it'll be 20% cheaper in a few months or whatever. Well, the problem is, just like you said, we got these people from out of town moving here. We got people who want to upsize. We have people who no longer want to be in their condo. We've got low interest rates. Prices are going up. So generally speaking, anyone who maybe has been in trouble or is going to get in trouble, they have other solutions like maybe refinancing. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what you, Denise said that last week, but this is what you're seeing too, right? Yeah, lots of refinances. And I think a lot of the people who were waiting for prices to go down back in March and April saw that they actually went up. So you're not seeing those same conversations anymore. Now you're just seeing people who want into the market, who want to upgrade, who want to take advantage of the low rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right, the conversation definitely has shifted. All right. Well, we just before we went online, you and I were having this little offline conversation about what December is going to look like. So we should actually share this with our listeners. So, yeah. so, so you had busy September, October, and November. So, what's December going to look like? I mean, so far it's looking just as busy. I'm speaking to a lot of real estate professionals, realtors, mortgage brokers who who are saying things are slowing down on their end. Um, so, um, so we'll see if that ends up. Uh, you know, uh, as a slowdown on our end as well. But at this point in time, it looks like the numbers are going to be very comparable on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Tony? You're, I, I know we talked about how there's, you know, not as much inventory. What What do you think is going to happen? Well, as of today, the, this time of recording, our inventory level is less than 2000 again, which means we've got no inventory, right? Plus, we all have a lot of buyers out there that are looking for the right properties. Uh, and you know the interest rates remain low. Uh, the traffic has reduced, so the number of showings that we've had in our listings and the amount of people that are out there looking, it's been reduced. Plus, our real estate council and the real estate associations have uh, basically, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? They've, su- they've suggested against public open houses. So you know, with COVID and Dr. Bonnie Henry's uh, instruction. Um, uh, no open houses. So the traffic is slowing, but I think that we're getting more back into that sort of early stages of COVID, that sort of April, May, when, um, you know, only the real, real motivated people are out there looking right now. Yeah. 
And I was, I was joking with you <laughs> during our offline conversation saying, you know, back in March and April, it was kind of worrisome to slow down. Yeah. What does that mean for business? And at this point, um, it, it's kind of, you know, something that I'm welcoming a slowdown, an opportunity for us all to unwind, relax, regroup. Um, because it's been a tough year. It is. Well, listen, hold that thought. We're here with Gurpreet Randala from the Sitco Law Group. We need to take a break, but when we come back, I've got some other questions for you, Gurpreet. Mm-hmm. Back good. in just back in just a moment. Now, the whole home show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to the Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellers, Insurance Advisor at Westland Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, uh, please, please be sure to reach out to any of our show partners. They are amazing individuals, professionals locally here. We would love to hear from you. You can find their contact information by visiting the CFAX 1070 website. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Or you can Google us, Google me. Uh, and if you're a podcast listener, you can listen to this in any of our past pro, uh, past shows uh, on iTunes or Google Play. We're now at a, episode 184. So there's a lot of great content for anything you need to know about real estate. We're having a conversation with our show partner, Gurpreet Randall. She's a principal at the Sitka Law Group. Again, Gurpreet, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me, Tony. So before the break, we were talking about what's going on in December. And you and you were talking about, both of us were talking about the early days of COVID. We didn't know what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know what the future was going to hold. Um, I, I kind of feel, I think you do too, I, I kind of feel that December, we're moving into kind of a replay of those early days, which may not be a bad thing. I agree. Um, I I was just thinking that. So last week when Dr. Bonnie Henry um, issued some some new guidelines, you know, promoting working from home, trying to have businesses, you know, support staff from working from home as much as possible. It reminded me to, to where we were at back in March and April when we had to shift to this work from home model. Mm-hmm. Um, there was definitely a slowdown because nobody knew what was going to happen. Um, you know, there was a lockdown that was imposed. So everyone was trying to stay at home. Um, and then we shifted. We got used to, you know, dealing with people remotely, Zoom phone. Um, and that was, in my opinion, a welcome change for my industry, which tends to be quite archaic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had September, October, November, which were our busiest months from real estate that we've ever experienced. And you were turning business away. We had to, we yeah. had to start capacity away, which we never want to do, but that's how yeah. busy it was. And yeah. so we're getting back into that point or back into where we were at back in March and April, which was, you know, not a, yet a lockdown, but uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry recommending that, you know, we keep our circles small, limit our gatherings or no gatherings, but limit our circle to those in our main households, us getting back into encouraging staff to work from home and kind of welcoming a slowdown. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at right now, but um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, we have new guidelines that we've been following for when we do need to sign documents remotely. I'm hoping to chat about that a little bit today. Yeah. Well, in, in about the welcoming, like, like I was kind of saying before too, what's 
change for us or what will change for us in back into those early days is the people who are out looking at homes should really only be the people who are who are soon to be homeless they they are massively motivated they need to buy not just the tire kickers because mm-hmm. um, I got to say, up until just recently, we've been hearing lots of stories of people who are like, oh, you know, my buyers really like uh, your seller's place, but they need to sell their own first. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, hold on a second. Like, you're not ready to buy. Like, why are you out right now? And I get it. I get people, you know, they're afraid about, you know, not being able to uh, find a home. They, you know, they're afraid to sell first and, and whatnot. There is a process. And we've talked about that in, in the last couple of uh, episodes here. Um, but right now, like April and May, uh, even though we go from 40 showings to uh, to a listing down to three or four, we still get the sale. Now, that's a good thing for a seller because it means less touches and visits in their home, right? It also means they have much more motivated, legitimate buyers, right? And on the flip side for buyers, strange as it sounds, also means that they're not tripping over other people, you know, who 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 shouldn't be out there looking right now. So it's a very interesting time. And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it too, actually, because it's been it's been an interesting, interesting time, right? It's been a very interesting time, a very interesting couple of months. Yeah. Um, but I think now is a, a good time just to regroup, you know, um, take a minute to, to appreciate what we have. That's what I've been thinking about a lot. Um, and especially in time for the holidays, which are likely going to be very small. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll be a, it'll be a Christmas to be remembered. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So tell us about um, uh, COVID uh, requirements and stuff and things yeah. in, on, in your, in your wheelhouse. Yeah. So common question I, I get from a lot of clients is can we just sign remotely? And it depends on the matter, but generally with real estate transactions, um, your lawyer or notary has a, a legal obligation to satisfy themselves of a client's identity. And there are very, very specific requirements in place as to when we can verify identity via Zoom or other, other video conferencing methods. The client does have to be in Canada for, for us to be able to verify their ID if it's being done remotely. When it comes time to sign, um, the only way for us to actually meet with a client remotely to sign um, is if the reason that we're meeting remotely is due to COVID. That the client's in self-isolation or self-quarantine or the lawyer is. The lawyer actually has to swear an affidavit confirming that is the case. Um, So when we can't unfortunately meet remotely if that's just easier or more convenient. It doesn't work like that in BC. It's not convenience. No, it's not convenience. It's due to COVID. Yeah. And so whenever we're meeting those clients who are purchasing from out of province, let's say Ontario, the guidelines in Ontario are a bit different. Um, they're not as restrictive. Hmm. So I often, you know, receive calls and emails from lawyers saying, well, why can't we just sign remotely? Um, and unfortunately, the rules in BC are very, very specific. It has to be due to COVID. Um, so for the most part, we are still meeting with clients in person for real estate matters. We're screening clients before they enter our office. We have protocol in place at our office um, that is in line with the provincial health officer's guidelines. Um, But clients should be aware that for the most part, for a refinance, a sale, a purchase, you do need to meet with your lawyer or notary in person. Unless and I think sometimes people just get thrown off by that because they did their real estate transaction digitally by AuthentiSign or DocuSign or whatever, and they assume that the lawyer can do the same as well, too. Exactly. And I've mentioned this before. I think it's so interesting that you can enter into this binding contract via DocuSign. 
Mm -hmm. um, and you must complete based on that, but then you have to meet with your lawyer or notary in person uh, to actually sign closing documents. Yeah. Um, there was a, wasn't there a point in time where you would be able to witness somebody signing by Zoom, by like by uh, remotely or something in very special cases? Uh, so generally it's remote signing, um, whether or not documents signed remotely is going to be accepted uh, by land titles is within the discretion of the registrar. Oh, interesting. Um, so we have to be very, very careful in which circumstances we are agreeing to, to sign remotely. There's mm -hmm. specific guidelines in place for signing remotely due to COVID. We know those applications will likely be accepted, um, but it is at the discretion of the registrar. So the lawyer notary needs to be comfortable with the reason yeah. and and satisfy him or herself that it will be accepted by the registrar of land titles. You know, I, I think some might feel that it seems like a like a maybe overkill or a hassle, but I, I have to say I I take comfort knowing that the law profession uh, actually because you guys are here to protect the cons the consumers, yeah. right? To to reduce or prevent the ability of uh, fraudulent uh, registrations and stuff. So I think this is all good. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I. I agree and that's a good point fraud we're safeguarding against fraud we as a legal professional need to satisfy ourselves um, that the person we're meeting with remotely is who they say they are that these funds are being deposited into a legitimate account um, so there is definitely there's definitely a, a lot of good reasons as to why we're meeting in person yeah. um, but trying to balance that with with you know protecting safety and, and the health and safety of our clients. Well, because the other thing too is because most of the time when a mortgage is involved, you are representing the bank. So you also need to confirm for the bank the identity, right? Exactly. And banks have very, very specific requirements in place about verifying ID remotely. So yeah. we're having to balance the the guidelines set out by the law society, but also the rules that are established by the lenders. Yeah. So many things to know, but that's why you guys are here. The Sitka Law Group the uh, suburban real estate office, not downtown. You've got parking and everything. Uh, if people need to reach you, how can they do that? Uh, by phone, 778-265-2677 or email and our lawyer's emails and our general office email is available on our website, sitkalaw.ca. Sitkalaw.ca. Yeah. Uh, well, and again, hey, uh, busy, interesting time. Uh, I know you're super busy, um, but you know what? Any listener, if you've got questions or you need some help uh, with your real estate transaction, give Gurpreet and the team at Sikala a call. They are they're here to help. Thanks for joining us, Gurpreet. Um, we need to take another break. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Very excited right now to learn about a new development Sadly, not in our marketplace here in Victoria, but it is up in Nanaimo, which seems to be a place that not only a lot of uh, fellow Canadians are moving towards instead of maybe Victoria, but and a lot of Victorians as well, too. You know, we've got this whole uh, flow from the mainland to Victoria, Victorians moving upwards. So in many ways, it's a very timely conversation. I would like to introduce uh, the developer of Norwell Drive, Earl Cherneski. Earl, thanks for coming on the program here. Hey, Tony, it's my pleasure. So, okay, let's start from the beginning. Tell our listeners about Norwell Drive. Why? And it's it's very different. And this is this is really intriguing me. So tell us about what it is. Well, Norwell, Norwell Drive are strata-free townhomes. Uh, what we're offering is modern living in Nanaimo. So it's a it's a collection of 10 homes 
And I guess the concept really originated to provide uh, our buyers with a modern contemporary home with all the features of a luxury condo, but without the strata fees. Uh, they range in size from 1,600 to 2,100 square feet. Yeah. And our first phase that we just released are three bedroom and den, and they're two level homes and about 1,750 square feet. Uh, the prices start from 629.9, and that works out to about $360 a square foot. Uh -huh. um, in terms of features, uh, you get uh, open floor plans, nine foot ceilings, expansive windows and skylights, uh, glass garage doors, polished concrete heated flooring, on-demand hot water, luxurious bathrooms, multiple decks, and an entrance featuring uh, local red cedar, fully landscaped yards with rain gardens. And the thing I like about this particular project is we just have a fantastic location. Oh. We're uh, three minutes to Loudoun Park and the beach at Long Lake. Three minutes to Nanaimo Golf Club, and we're walking distance to Country Club Center with all your amenities. Yeah. We're about seven minutes to Departure Bay and about 11 minutes to downtown. And so it's really a great opportunity for buyers looking for affordability and non-strata living. Well, and this is why it is is very unique because, you know, one of the things that has come up in conversation a lot, including we've had guests, we've had uh, JP, our home insurance guy talking about this is there's concerns with stratas about uh, insurance costs and common uh, costs. And then, um, I mean, first of all, let's just preface by saying that strata ownership is, is a great way to get into the market. And it's something that's been very popular. But what you're offering here is something that's in between because, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the website here. I've seen the product. It looks fantastic, by the way. It looks great. Thank you. Yeah, and, uh, it, and it looks like they are townhouses except for the fact that there is no strata. You own it like a single family, single family home, correct? That's right. And, it, and it's not new. I mean, it's, uh, there's a long and rich history in Eastern Canada and the U.S. Uh, you have the brownstones in New York City. So there's other parts of the world that are doing this. Uh, it's just not something that we're doing in B.C. Well, it's true. So, I mean, in Toronto, um, the semi-detached is a very, is a very, common uh, ownership type where they are homes that happen to be connected by a wall or something. And whenever we have uh, Ontarioites coming to, to BC, they're often confused with this whole duplex thing because, you know, they look like semi-detached except for the fact that they're actually stratas, right? And again, uh, Narwhal Drive is not a strata. They're, they're 10 single family homes, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And so what the, what the owners have is they, uh, well, fee simple, meaning they own from the ground to the rooftop rather than part of a complex. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really an opportunity to be more in control. And one of the reasons why um, this was not permitted in BC earlier is we didn't have the proper uh, party wall legislation or the wall you share with your neighbor. So uh, that kind of paved the way for uh, new forms of ownership. And we're starting to see see, uh, see this uh, in various municipalities throughout BC, but it, it's still even right now uh, there's not many. Interesting. So, can can you are you able to give us a little more detail about the party wall thing and how that's changed that has enabled Norwell to 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 to, to emerge? Um, yeah, I, I mean. Um, 
basically there there is the legal framework to have a party wall agreement that's really the the long and the short of it okay. uh, up until um this legislation there wasn't the legal frame, framework to offer this type of ownership uh, so now that that's changed um you, you know I, I guess it's we have row housing non-strata yeah housing yeah because in nanaimo of course here in victoria you know, we've got so many different because we've got 13 municipalities, we've got so many different zoning types. Uh, and I read the zoning that you sent me. So R7 is townhouse residential, right? That's right. Um, I think this is really cool because the other thing that has been discussed a lot is the need for the missing middle. You know, we've got Absolutely. the we got the condos, we have the houses, there's something in between that that's missing. And that's really what this is, right? That, that is, it, you know, it'll appeal for a, a lot of buyers uh, that don't want to be part of a strata. They want something uh, that is their own. And, uh, you know, 1,750 square feet is, is, is a great size for young families, uh, downsizers, or someone moving from a condo moving up. So it's, uh, to me, it, it, it addresses that affordability that uh, a lot of people are looking for. I have to say too, you know, looking at the floor plan, so you're talking 1700 square feet uh, on two floors. So that's another difference that we see locally here because of course we have a land deficit in Victoria that isn't quite the same in Nanaimo. So most of the 1700 square foot townhouses that we're seeing here, they have third levels, like they're stacked. So there's, there's smaller plates and there's a lot more stairs. Whereas uh, from the website, which people should visit, by the way, your units look great because it's that wide open concept where you got that big open room. Uh, you walk into that big open room, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we have a beautiful den area. And what you'll find too is uh, the glass that we have. We have more windows in our units than you see in a typical unit. Um, it's nice in the fact that it's ground oriented. So you, you have a garage. Um, and, and, and really you have, um, as you say, it's uh, the 1750 square feet is spread over two floors instead of three, which is nice. Yeah. And a yard. So I, I cause again, yard, I've, I've, yeah. I've seen the video, so you've got, you've got yard. It's all really most people need, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's really going to appeal for those people that don't want to do a lot of maintenance yet yeah. they want a backyard area. And they, they want an area to, to entertain. Um, and at the same time, um, they, they want, don't want the rules and the restrictions that you get from a strata ownership. For instance, pets or right. rentals yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So you can uh, rentals, pets, um, age restrictions, things like that are just non-existence. Uh, you know, of course you do have to follow the zoning bylaws just like you would as a homeowner. Yep. Um, so there are rules, uh, and you got to be a good neighbor, just the same as you would with a you know houses side by side, right? Oh, absolutely. So it's 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 really like living in a house. Um, the other thing that you have here that is a little bit different than the Strata is you have your own services. So you have a gas, hydro, water, uh, you know, that all go to each individual lots. Um, you've got a rain garden as well on your lot. To, to manage that uh, stormwater, yeah. so it's uh, I, I think it's pretty pretty cool. Uh, you know, you've got um, townhouse type living, very low maintenance yards, 
and um, and they're ground oriented, and you've you've really got um, a, a cool place to live. And so the first one is very close to done, right? It's not. Uh, yeah, we're just getting so our. We're just in the midst of getting our final occupancy uh, permit in our first uh, first unit. Okay. Um, and of course, there's ten of them, so um, they'll be. Uh, yeah, we're just uh, just getting there. Yeah, but unlike unlike a townhouse development where the developer has to build all of them at the same time, this is a little different because you, you they're 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 fee simple homes, so you can actually do them in a in a not necessarily all at once is what I'm trying to say. And, right. and that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing them sequentially. So we've, sequentially, that's the word. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've got about uh, the first phase is going is six units, mm -hmm. and we're in the midst of uh, finishing off uh, the first couple of those six. Okay. Uh, for our listeners here, and we're going to post this up on uh, on the CFAX webpage. Uh, when we uh, when we post this show here, the website is norwelldrive.ca. That's N-O-R-W-E-L-L drive.ca. You should check it out. I've been on the website a few times. It looks great. I love the concrete floors. You've got heated uh, heated floors too, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, gas, right? Um, yeah. And um, a lot of features. Are, oh, man, I would love to see those here in town. Now in Victoria, here we we have had the non-strata townhouse, but they're rare, you know, in Langford on uh, Vision Way um, about five years ago. I, I, I feel that this is something that we're going to need to see a lot more uh, uh, coming up because it is that missing middle, right? Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. You touched on it earlier, but the, with the rise in, uh, rising insurance costs and uh, the rising strata fees that are really beyond your control, um, when you have a, a, a fee simple a townhouse like this uh, gives you the opportunity to control some of those maintenance costs. Um, the insurance companies look at it more favorably because they don't have the same uh, liability. Um, that they it's, be, it's because they don't need to insure the entire all 10 units, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 So it, your, your insurance would be uh, comparable, like a house insurance. Yeah. And, and that's the way they would look at it. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh my goodness. It's uh it is uh it's just amazing. And again, I'm I'm glad that you reached out to us. I always like learning about new uh, different types of developments. I hope that developers are listening to our program here and, and get some uh, get some good ideas too. But something that you and I talked about uh, uh before getting online here is the timeline because uh Victoria and almost all the municipalities not really known for fast action in terms of development. No, you're absolutely right. Everything does take longer than you anticipate. Yeah. Um, so you do have to work through it. And I think with uh, with the COVID uh, uh, restrictions and uh, modifications, that, that has slowed that things down uh, as well in terms of pipelines and things. Including things like open houses, because that's going to be hard for you to do right now. Uh, but yeah. you also have a video that I've seen on YouTube that uh, actually it's, it's a virtual walkthrough of, uh, of one of the units and I think is great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we, we're, we're trying to adapt the best way we can. Um, people are still looking because it's, it's a great time to buy. And, um, you know, they look at, I, I think, opportunities to move from larger centers yeah. and they're able to work remotely from uh, smaller communities, have more space, more ground oriented space uh, and right by a lake, you know, there's lots of positives. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for coming. Again, that's Norwell Drive 
www.norwelldrive.ca, www.norwelldrive.ca. Check it out. Uh, and thanks for telling us all about this different form of ownership, Earl. I, like I said, I really hope to see more of this here in Victoria. Thank you very much, Tony, for having me. You bet. And to the rest of our listeners, uh, we'll be here for you this time next week.